Hi, and welcome back to another episode of Plugged Into. I'm your host, Kimmy Dixon, and I'm also the founder of Hypertribe, of which this is a production of. So this week, we'll be talking to Zoheb all about community management and fan management and what that really means and entails. But before we get into that, I've just got to let you know that our applications over at Hypertribe are now open to become a Hypertribe member. We're super excited to welcome everybody into the community. So if you want to know how to progress your career and how you can have the team behind you that you need to level up, then head over to www.hypertribe.io. As ever, we love to hear from everybody about how they found the episode. So DM us at hyper underscore tribe on Instagram and tweet us as well. All right, let's jump into it. Hi, Zoheb. Welcome to the show. It's great to have you on. Hi, Kimberly. Thank you for having me. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your background? Yeah, sure. So I've worked in developing communities all around the world, helping entrepreneurs and startups grow from very early seed stage ideas and help them grow into larger companies. Um, Similar to an artist, it's all about bringing an audience and the community together and helping them expand that and figure out methods to growing that sense of community. So I've been doing that for a couple of years with a couple of different organizations. So that's a bit about my background. So you're working, obviously, with Techstars um, and also uh, the London Architecture Festival as well. Um, And the reason why I wanted to have you on the show is because you're all about community management. You're all about managing that community. And I think there's some lessons there in terms of a business, whether it's, you know, anything from a creative business. It's all the same, isn't it? Managing that community and being able to retain those customers um, and engagement. Yeah, I think startups and artists are very similar in the sense that they have this idea or this seed of an idea that they want to grow. And figuring out the right tools and the right methodologies behind how you grow that audience or how you grow that community is really important, especially in the very early stages when no one really knows who you are, what you do. And that's part of the work that I do at Techstars as well, trying to figure out ways that we can help really early stage uh, founders or entrepreneurs. And what I really love about what Hypertribe does is the way you all talk about building entrepreneurial artists. It's very similar in the sense that you want to educate music founders and people who are actually wanting to push their ideas out and how do they grow about scaling those ideas, building on those. Um, so it's very similar. The world's very well connected. Can you give us a little bit of a breakdown of what that community management really looks like? Yeah, sure. So I think it's firstly, it's really important for artists or any entrepreneur who really wants to understand what they want to do or how to get their mission or uh, ideas out is to really understand the story that they want to connect with the audience. So firstly, any community needs a really good story behind it for them to understand if they want to be behind this mission, behind this brand, behind this person, this entrepreneur, they really need to connect with that story or that community. And communities give a sense of belonging and self-esteem to those who wish to follow it. So I think that's the first thing that any entrepreneurial musician, anyone looking to start something really needs to understand is understanding your audience and figuring out those growth strategies really early on is so important. There are a couple of methodologies behind that that I often tell our startup. 
And I think it's important just to highlight there that that kind of understanding of, of what your story is as an artist and understanding your brand is so essential. Um, being able to narrate what it is that you stand for, um, understanding your values, and then being able to project that and grow an audience around that keeps that authenticity. But it also means that you're not just falling in love with the music, you're falling in love with the brand as well. It's Again, it's not you're not just falling in love with the product, you're falling in love with the company. Um, and that's where people start to really win. Yeah, just to touch on your earlier point, Kimberly, it's, I think it's really important for artists to understand that they are building brands similar to any startup or any company. It's about humanizing and focusing on how you're building relationships and not just looking for those social likes or looking for Facebook likes and Twitter likes or whatever, Instagram. It's more about really understanding that there are humans behind this product or this music that you're sending out or this idea that you're trying to get out into the world. So I think community is at the core of everything, whether you're an entrepreneur, you're an artist, whoever you are, whatever you're trying to build and send out to the world, you have to understand there are there are communities of people behind this. And it's not just about a social like that you're looking for. It's really understanding how to humanize your brand and your culture. And let, let's go into those strategies that you were speaking about earlier that we were about to go into. So there's a couple of things that we often tell startups, really early stage entrepreneurs, to really start thinking about when they start on that seed of an idea. It's about structuring your community. So really understanding how you move your participants or your community through a scale or a participation scale. So almost getting them from consumers and who are sharing content and hopefully just consuming it to becoming affiliates who are endorsing it and hopefully becoming ones who might fund it, produce it, collaborate, and hopefully shape that community. So there's this thing that we call a participation scale when it comes to communities. So really starting to figure out how you build, it's almost like a graph in terms of how you build that community. So from consumers all the way to producing, collaborating, and hopefully funding these ideas. Um, you've seen a huge movement uh, recently in artists basically getting their music and produced from uh, collectively crowdsourcing, crowdfunding from their fans or their community which I think is really, really interesting. Startups have been doing it for a number of years and just to see how artists are diversifying the way they look at their business model and their communities is really important. So figuring out that participation scale and where communities fit on that is really important. So structuring your community to figure out who your participants, who are your super participants and how you build movements around that and empower them to build campaigns is really important. In music, there's fanatic fans. So you have those people who are the hardcore fan base and they are, the reason why they're so important is that they are the ones who are going to participate the most. They're also going to provide you the most revenue and also brand loyalty. Is it something similar that you see with startups? Yeah, for sure. And when a startup uh, first launches, we always tell them to look at the first early, we, we, coined that term early adopters. So who are the first people who are really going to start caring about your product? And I guess it's similar for fans. Your really early adopters or the mavens, the ones who are really passionate about this niche product that no one else really knows about. How do you really understand them and how do you structure that community around them to understand their needs, what they're 
uh, we, we often call them pain points, but what are the things that they're passionate about? And really getting behind that movement first in, in terms of understanding that before you can really start creating movement or that network effect uh, within growing that community, you really understanding who are these early stage, early adopters of the brand. Awesome. Moving on to then once you've kind of gained a bit of momentum and you've got those early adopters and you've been able to engage with them, how do you look at those kind of medium to larger groups, you know, that you're they're starting to participate and they're obviously starting to advocate, but how do you how do you really convert people into a really loyal brand follower? So it's really important to understand the structure of participation really early on, understanding who your community are, where they fit along that participation scale. And we always tell startups to figure out their growth strategies very early on, because as you start seeing that tipping point from your early adopters to really understanding your product market fit is when, what I mean by product market fit is, have you really hit the right audience? Have you really understood their needs? Have you really understood the right people who are going to be attracted to this brand? And are you hitting the right audience? So there's a couple of different methodologies behind market penetration or the strategy behind how you can start thinking about this. And I think it really starts with just really looking at your audience constantly. I couldn't be a bigger advocate of looking at analytics behind everything you do. You should really start understanding your audience from early stages, understanding who they are, the fans, the audience, how they're interacting, what they're doing. And any artist should start using the right tools. Uh, there are a bunch of tech tools that you can use to start monitoring who your audience are, how they're engaging, and start building a strategy or, or a campaign around that in terms of how you grow that. Tons of startups have gone through the same process you're probably going through as an artist. Twitter was just once an idea before it started going around with a strategy of network effects, so onboarding strategy. Same with Uber, an onboarding strategy of uh, getting three participants to share coupons and, and grow that way. But it's really about figuring out how you empower and build that network effect and build targeted campaigns around that early stage of your community and, and figuring out what are the best strategies around growing that community. One of the biggest blockers that a lot of artists always have is, well, the question that I get asked a lot is, you know, my my Facebook or my Instagram has become stagnant, um, which isn't always the best indicator, obviously, of community and uh, the engagement, but it's also, it is also some sort of marker. Um, so how can I then grow? I mean, that's excluding things like email lists and so on, because a lot of the time, the first point of call um, or point of contact for an artist will be social media. Yep. So how how can they find these strategy and growth techniques um, that might be a little bit more innovative, that might be a little bit more um, creative as well? Because you can't have, you know, 100 people going after the same kind of growth strategy all the time because it may or may not work for some of them. Yeah, I think, again, going back to the point of analytics and really understanding your audience, what are the metrics you're really looking at in terms of your growth? Um, sometimes even just having a really committed fan base rather than a million followers on Instagram who aren't really interacting or doing much is 
is way more important. So figuring out the strategy and participation scale is is super important very early on. We often find in, in startups is going back to that participation scale, how do you turn them from consumers to being affiliates to endorsing your product to shaping and hopefully guiding how that product will build in terms of engagement it's a tough one it's always um how do you actually engage are you using the right tools are you using the right communication style and that's why you should constantly revisit um the way you're communicating and building that brand or that story again the most important thing I think um, I want to get across to your listeners is humanize your your brand and your relationships because often in the social media age we forget that there are people behind these uh, interactions and almost figure out how do you want to communicate with them uh, as if they were there, as if they were your friends, as if they were um, talking to you in the room and then build strategies around that. That's really important to humanize your product, your brand, and figure out um, how you can empower your own audience through that. When we talk to startups, we spend most of the time trying to perfect the way they pitch. So getting them to really think about how they pitch their idea. And we go through this notion of figuring out your elevator pitch. Whenever you speak to people, how do you concisely tell them your story as quickly as possible so that they can connect with you? And I think it's the same for any brand or artist. They really need to figure out how they're connecting their story with potential new users, potential new audiences, potential new fans to build that strategy uh, of participation. Yeah, and it's what they stand for as well. That's where it stems from. It stems from the values of the brand. And that's then accentuated into what you say. So it's like what what you stand for and then what you do and how you do it. Um and I think that's when uh, what we call positioning within the music industry really starts to kind of take hold. Positioning is the equivalent to product market fit. It's the where do you fit within this industry? Who else is out there? Who's your competitor? Um, have you hit uh, you know the right audience? Do you need to kind of reposition yourself as an artist in a particular area? Do you need to dial some things up, dial some things down? And really kind of refresh on how you are translating your values to your audience members. And anyone that resonates with that obviously is going to be coming on board quite quickly, right? Yeah, I mean, it's the same sort of onboarding strategies that we would talk to startups that um, any brand or artist would have to go through that same experience. So figuring out how you're going to build them up along that participation scale from consumers to hopefully funding and endorsing and producing and shaping those communities as well. It's the same system of understanding that mission and that story along with it. But I'd also just advocate any of your listeners to constantly look at the analytics behind how they grow their audiences because data is, I mean, we live in an age where we have the right tools to really understand the data so that we can like you said, find the right product market fit, find the right audience for what we're doing. So constantly look at your your analytics and the data behind what you do and build and empower those those targeted campaigns or those onboarding strategies so that you know you're you're targeting you're reaching the right people and they're able to hear exactly what your story is. If an artist already has a fan base established, 
they're happy with the size of the fan base or, you know, there's always room to grow, but that's not their main kind of concentration. What's happening is that they are, they're not being able to extract the maximum amount of value, meaning it might be in terms of monetary value or brand advocacy. How can you change that? Part of the challenge, one of the toughest things is to build any sort of community. In the startup world, we we often say it's easy to build a technology unless you're a first mover or building something completely new. But the hardest thing is to build a community and figuring out how you build a business model around that community is, is very tough. It's about figuring out new strategies. Things are constantly changing in, in the world when it comes to technology, how we interact with each other. There are probably tons of ways within the music industry that have been adopted newly. So I know that Chance the Rapper had a new method in terms of how he promoted his, his album. But I would say look at different examples from different industries to figure out how they've monetized their communities. You can learn so many new lessons from other industries. Don't be siloed into just looking at the music industry. Look at how other communities develop and how they monetize them. So look at tech companies. Look at how they're interacting with their communities. Look at how they build a business model around those communities or um, just start looking into different branches of different things because you can learn so much from other industries rather than just siloing yourself as just an artist who's building music. Uh, You're building a brand and you're building something that is going out to an audience. To extract that value, you're looking at being able to put a business model essentially around that community. So if you're not extracting the maximum amount of value that you obviously want, you first of all need to start looking at how you can monetize and then which you know which business model would potentially work for you to be able to extract that money. Because the whole point of building a community and building an audience is obviously to monetize it at some point. Um, if you're not doing that, there isn't too much point in really doing it, is there? I mean, yeah, I mean, that's the key. Like, you want to get your your message or your story out, whatever your mission is, whether you just want to spread the word and, and exchange it to as many different people as possible. But, I mean, money is a great thing in terms of helping you spread that mission or that idea or that story. So really understanding that structure really early on will help you figure out the right strategies in terms of how you build a structure for participation or build that legitimacy within your community. And like I said, just look at different industries as well in terms of how they've grown their communities and how they monetize them as well. You can learn so much from other remits in different industries that you can adopt and bring into the world of music. There was a book that you referred to me about business models um, on that point. I can't remember the name of it. So the book is called The Business Model Navigator, which is a really interesting book. I often talk to startups about it, and it talks about 55 models that will kind of revolutionize the way we we work. And essentially, there are 55 business models that uh, any company or any industry uses. So the idea around the book is it's 55 business models responsible for 90% of the world's most successful companies. And I think it's a, it's a tool that any artist or anyone building a brand or anyone building a company, which is essentially what artists are, should really understand because you're going to have to build a business model around your brand or your your company. 
So understanding those models really early on um, is really important. Yeah, and it's almost like a pick and choose pretty much from that book. So it's actually super useful to be able to take a look at every single one and be able to decide actually that would work for me or that wouldn't work for me. Um, and that's how you can probably monetize on that community. Exactly. Yeah, and the book is called The Business Model Navigator. But again, it's about looking at different industries and finding new and innovative ways to figure out how can you adopt some of those lessons from other industries and bring it bring innovation to your own industry or your own brand yeah for sure fantastic all right thanks so much Zoheb for being on the show thank you um, and much. thank you very much for your time take care a massive thanks to Zoheb for taking part in the show and also telling us a little bit about what we can really learn from corporates and startups if you like the episode, do give us a shout out and DM us at hyper underscore tribe. We love to hear from our listeners. And if you want to know more about Hyper Tribe and how we can help you, then head over to www.hypertribe.io. I've been your host, Kimmy Dixon, and I'm also the founder of Hyper Tribe, of which this plugged in episode is a production of. Until next time, take care and stay safe.